Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Friday, August 4th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The recent run of triple-digit temperatures is another challenge for the head groundskeepers at outdoor pro sports stadiums in St. Louis. It also adds to the issues preventing the person in charge of the city park field from reaching his lofty goals. I've maybe been happy with a pitch three days in my life, you know, <laughs> like, it, it truly, I, I mean, it's an obsession, it's, a, it's an addiction, right, of perfection that is almost impossible to achieve. We will check in with the grounds crews at Bush Stadium and City Park on how they deal with the heat in just a few minutes. Employees at an Amazon fulfillment center in St. Peter's have filed a federal complaint about working conditions. They say the company's practices have led to serious job-related injuries. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports. Sent to the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, the complaint details the experiences of 14 workers. Wendy Taylor is one of them. She tripped at her workstation in March, injuring her knee. After receiving heat and ice from Amazon, she says the company sent her back to work. Later, another doctor confirmed she tore her meniscus. Amazon don't care about our complaints. They don't care about our injuries. They don't care about us. So we have to come together in numbers. In a statement, Amazon says it would welcome a visit from OSHA to the St. Peter's location at any time. And the company says the facility has a track record of safety improvement. The federal complaint comes two months after the employees at the same facility filed a petition to their managers asking for safer working conditions. I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis has new restrictions on who can openly carry weapons. Mayor Tashara Jones has signed a bill limiting the ability to display weapons in public to those with a concealed carry permit. There are some exceptions. The measure blocks most teenagers from openly carrying weapons. Missouri requires someone to be 19 to get a concealed carry permit. The St. Louis Police Department is still developing policies for how to stop people openly carrying weapons and ask to see a permit. Officers will have to track data on those stops. St. Louis County may soon consider similar legislation. The Missouri Department of Transportation has unveiled an independent report with $18.5 million in recommendations to improve railroad crossing safety in the state. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the proposed changes come more than one year after a deadly train truck crash. Speaking during a news conference, Governor Mike Parson said the crash near Minden was a terrible tragedy that took four lives. He said accidents like that should motivate the state to try to prevent them in the future. I think it's unfortunate things happen sometimes that are tragic events that probably a wake-up call for all of us. But I think you can see now we're serious uh, about moving forward. Moving forward in this case means $50 million dedicated solely towards improving safety at railroad crossings across the state in this year's budget. It also involves acting on recommendations outlined in the independent report on how to improve crossings in Missouri. Those recommendations include upgrading 27 railroad crossings with flashing lights and gates, as well as closing 17 of them. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. A more than 150-year-old hospital in St. Louis is closing. The Post-Dispatch reports South City Hospital, formerly St. Alexius, will start shutting down today. Some patients have already been moved to other medical facilities. The hospital has been in receivership for a few months. It started in 1869 by the Alexian Brothers Catholic Order. 
The newspaper reports many of the hospital's patients do not have insurance or are underinsured. Administrators filed a notice with the state saying there were 20 patients in the 178-bed facility as of yesterday. Four St. Louis arts organizations will spend a combined $250,000 in grant money on initiatives to make programming more accessible and find new audiences. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, the funding comes from PNC Bank's Charitable Foundation. The grants went to Dance St. Louis, Opera Theater of St. Louis, The Black Rep, and St. Louis Artworks. The Black Rep will put $75,000 toward more shows in its Phoenix Rising performance series. That started in June with collaborations at the Pulitzer Arts Center and National Blues Museum. Black Rep founder Ron Himes says he wants to do unconventional programming in unconventional spaces. What we hope is that it will help us to expose our work to new audiences and hopefully be able to, like a Pied Piper, bring those audiences back to the main stage. Other projects funded by the PNC Foundation's grants include apprenticeships at St. Louis Artworks and audio descriptions for some opera theater performances. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Imagine a dream urban garden. That's what the Missouri Botanical Garden asked St. Louis area students to do for a new exhibit. Pattonville art teacher Don Lynn says her Willowbrook Elementary students made garden designs that reflected their personalities. They made gardens that would grow books, planets, and human organs for donation. And Lynn says it was not just a student art show. This whole exhibition and the children creating work for something so profound and being in a museum in a gem of St. Louis, that's an opportunity not many children get. The Sachs Museum curator hopes the exhibit will show children how important plants are to our daily lives. Those in charge of the diamond at Bush Stadium and the pitch at City Park face a constant challenge, keeping the grounds in top shape during the scorching St. Louis summer. I checked in with the crews at both venues to find out how they approach their jobs during soaring temperatures. Bill Findlay has been the head groundskeeper at Bush Stadium for 28 baseball seasons. He tries to keep the mood light at times. I'll smile. Don't hide from the camera. Chris, why are you hiding behind Blake? (laughs) One of the main tasks is watering down the infield. There are roughly 40 people on the Bush grounds crew. It's a mixture of full-timers, part-timers, and seasonal employees, all working toward the goal of getting the diamond in tip-top shape for the players and looking good for fans in the stands and watching on TV. And that becomes more of a challenge in the sweltering St. Louis summer, which this year started with a lot of rain and eventually transitioned into last week's run of triple-digit temperatures. Findlay says they have a new strategy. They've ripped out the bluegrass that's been growing at Bush since 2006 and replaced it with Bermuda grass. Just because we were tired of dealing with disease management, the heat stress, and then you get late in the season, you have shallow roots and the field was kind of divoting really badly, players losing their footing. And so far, so good. Findlay says the Bermuda field has quickly bounced back after three concerts this season. The old grass would struggle to recover because at this time of year, well, that's when bluegrass is just trying to stay alive. Findlay says they don't go high-tech at Bush Stadium. They have an irrigation and drainage system along with some special blankets. Lightweight woven, to, for lack of a better word, just plastic that allows light to permeate through and also air and moisture that it traps in enough heat. 
He admits it's a far cry from what's going on with his counterpart just up the street at the new pro soccer stadium. We don't have all the bells and whistles that Josh has over there at City. He's got the glycol heating system. He's got the, the grow lights. Here's the guy at City Park Findlay is talking about. Josh McPherson, director of Stadium Grounds. This is my 22nd year on a soccer pitch. McPherson comes to St. Louis City SC after being in charge of the athletic fields at the University of Missouri. He says they've installed the same type of grass as Bush Stadium because it does well in the summer heat. Those nights you want to kick the covers off, like that's when the Bermuda grass is really running and growing great, so that's actually when I get most excited. The pitch is 74 yards by 114 yards. That works out to 83,000 square feet. McPherson says they give it just what it needs in water and fertilizer, which is tricky considering the St. Louis weather. They also let it grow the same amount every day to try to take off the identical amount of grass clippings to make the playing surface as smooth as possible. Think of it as a giant golf green. We want the ball roll to be consistent every day, every time our team's out here, every time we're doing anything, so then that no matter where they're at, it's the same, and it feels like home when they're here. Maritza Martinez is the team's associate director of stadium grounds. She's really into the science, constantly testing to make the pitch better and safer. We test for hardness. We specifically test ball roll, ball balancing, things that would affect the playability for a player themselves and then how they're trying to actually put action to the ball, things like that. Martinez and McPherson take all that testing data, along with top-notch technology like devices that constantly monitor moisture and the ability to blow oxygen directly on the grass roots to hopefully produce a professional pitch that stands up to the heat. And even with all that at his disposal, McPherson is rarely satisfied. I've maybe been happy with a pitch three days in my life, you know, <laughs> like, it, it truly, I, I mean, it's an obsession, it's, a, it's an addiction, right, of perfection that is almost impossible to achieve. McPherson has some time to perhaps finally reach his lofty standards. City SC's next home game is in roughly two weeks against Austin. Thanks to Jonathan All for his editing skills on that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.